welcome everybody. And by everybody, I mean Lil' Kim and her many faces. All of the Kofefes out there. <laughs> or, or if you say Kofefe, Kofefe. However you would like to pronounce Kofefe. it. Kofefe. <laughs> I, I like Fefe. Fefe. Or for the ever fancy, Fefe. Uh, <laughs> that was French. And I spit I, all I over the microphone. And also, you know what? Let's just welcome all the black lives that truly matter. Because guys, this week has been a doozy. And we must be reminded. This is tough. So welcome to episode number 45 That's of Unique right. Use. Soon to be the haters. I cannot wait. I am one of your hosts slash the most amazing part of this podcast, Danielle Young, a.k.a. Young Patty Patty La Danielle. And I'm joined by the spawn of Satan himself, Stephen A. Crockett Jr. III. Stephen, what's your name today? I'm going by Cove Fifi. A little something I came up with last night. Cove (laughs) Fifi. I need an accent mark like Beyonce has. I want to be Cove Fifi. Kofefe. 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 Oh, this fucking guy. That's our president, ladies and gentlemen. I. If you guys have no idea what we're talking about, first of all, we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, because our president doesn't know what he's talking about. Because your president, not not our. Don't do that. Well, he. Listen, I'm not gonna do that shit. All right. I don't. I didn't like that shit when when Obama was in office. I'm not going to do it now. He's the president him. of America. I happen to live in America. He yeah, is the president like of America. Yeah, it's like a circumstantial thing. It's not like and I wanted it to happen. In that, uh, he's my president. I hate to say it, but he's he's the president <laughs> of America. And you know, I feel like I've said this before, but it gives me great comfort in knowing that he's also Beyonce and Blue Ivy's president. Right. <laughs> and, the, right. and the twins. He's Jay-Z's like, it makes president. Me very he's glad. Nas's president. He's, he's Oprah's president. We Jesse all share. Smollett's president. <laughs> <laughs> he's the president of all the Smollett's? Well, I know he's Jesse's Smollett's president, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's all Bernice Burgos's president. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. We've got to get to the bottom of that. I, she feels I feel presidentless like, right now. I feel she like just... we should just start there. I feel like we should okay, just start well, there. Okay, well, yeah, because, okay. So Stephen asked me who I hate this week. And while there is so many awful, disgusting right. examples of white supremacy happening right now all over America, right? it's, I just, that's an easy place to place my hatred. Yeah. I wanted to dig a little it's deeper. We're going to get into, into many of those things. But I wanted to dig a little deeper. And I thought about someone who we talked about last week who I photobombed. And I oh, felt like right. I just. <laughs> oh, God. T.I. Right. I hate T.I. this week, Stephen. Like oh, from the sunglasses to the cool boy, sit back and blame your wife for your indiscretions. Like, there's so much about T.I. that really pisses me off. Like, it it came to the light that he and Tiny were splitting up, and a lot of it was based on their relationship with Bernice Burgos, who, I don't know if I'm saying it right. Um, yeah, I don't know. It sounds Bernice, good to me, though. It sounds like yeah, you are. Yeah, Bernice looks like what Tiny wishes would have happened to her yeah, when she came I, out of the that's womb. That's why, and it's funny you say that because the person I hate this week is Tiny. So we can do an opposing hate thing on this. Yeah, I want to I, I hear more about that. 
I'm but, with T.I. I'm with T.I. on this. See, and the thing that, that people are pissed off about T.I., and it's a clip that keeps going around the Internet, and it's with him and Tiny at the dinner table, and he is, I guess they're both addressing what has happened between the two of them. Um, and, of course, it was, like, perfectly timed for the season finale of T.I. and Tiny's <laughs> of course. Of course. television show. Right. Um, which I'm just like, okay, guys, please. So it turned out to be a divorce episode, essentially. And we knew what was happening. We knew that there was some infidelities and things like that. But there's a clip of T.I. and Tiny at the dinner table. Here we go. Here we go. Out what? You know. I went out with him. Hey, man, it don't couple. matter. You was at his house. You in his house. We in. We in his house. Together. Which time? Together. Don't speak on it as if you know what you're talking about. Which like, time? 100% that she slept with. How do you know that? Cause you see me dancing. That how does dancing on a what? How do Her you know that? Her brains are green. Don't know right now. So as you can hear, right. T.I. <laughs> basically did like the the resident fuckboy thing where you flip it on the girl, right? So Tiny is like, well, right. here's what happened to our marriage because of you. And he's like, well, you've been hanging out with right. somebody that I'm at odds with. That he said it just like that. I was that was so right. Also, because he talks like a southern <laughs> Shakespearean yes. gentleman. It's also extremely I'm all, odd. You chose someone. I'm at all because Tiny with. is 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 like she and she's, she's like, well, Atlanta listen here, buddy. Core. So it's literally like someone. <laughs> so it's like having a conversation with someone where you're like, I didn't cheat on you, and then the person is like, Well, heavens to Murgatroyd! Like it just doesn't. It the 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 vibe on these two is just so odd, and you can tell <laughs> Ti is getting more and more upset. So Tiny's basically saying um, that she, the guy that that Ti says he's at odds with is um the the boxer what's his name floyd mayweather and tiny hangs out with him they're friends why not and floyd doesn't like ti ti doesn't like floyd so obviously when they were hanging out they floyd would make sure certain things were done so that it could be seen right so that ti could see it and ti could react to it and that's basically what she's talking about like i'm just hanging out with dude i don't have a relationship with him he's never stuck his penis inside of me and those were like Loosely Whoa, quoted. Hey, loosely ho, quoted. Ah. That I mean, she was like, "He ain't never been inside of me." Right, um, exactly. And he's and like, so, well, "Heaven's better. Heaven's better." What <laughs> I declare, <laughs> young Tiny. Right. Um, exactly, exactly. So she's saying all this, and he's basically like, because she's saying all this in response to him saying, "Like, I'm just hanging out with old girl, and also I'm not at odds with you. Weren't at odds with Bernice." You introduced me to her, sir. See, let me, let me, okay, let me explain to you why I'm upset or why I hate Tiny. Oh, God, okay? T.I. Oh, and then, wait, all, and then he had the nerve to say I've spent millions on you. Right. T.I. Well, and that's, and that's true. 
That's don't you? But he wouldn't even have access to any of these millions had it not been for Tiny taking care of him. No, and no one's denying that. I think the thing is, is you're absolutely right. Did Ti have a fuckboy response in the at the end of the day? Absolutely. But at the beginning, the person that you have to hate here is is Tiny, and I'll tell you why. Tiny's first mistake was bringing this woman around her husband in the first place. Yeah, Here, here's maybe, the way. Yeah. Let me just let me just let me explain what I mean here. If I had a wife and I had a pool, right, and I called the pool guy, I don't know why, but it's always a pool guy, uh, to come fix the pool, and the pool guy shows up and he looks like, um, what's the guy's name that was once a uh, black activist and then he, he's dating a white woman now? Jesse Williams. Jesse Williams, right. If the pool guy shows up and he looks like Jesse Williams, I immediately cancel pool services. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm, I'm out at the pool I'm, like, hey, do you need I'm help? Sorry. I'm sorry. I got I'm sorry, some lemonade. Uh, I think you got the wrong house, player. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, you're never going to come near my house or my wife because at the end of the day, I just feel like you're a new and improved version. And that's why would yeah. I ever entice that? You wouldn't bring and, a two. And, it's the ahead, same sorry. thing they do. It's the same thing they do at the showroom, right? When you come, when you come, they don't do this on accident, right? When you go and and take your car to the showroom to get it fixed, and they're like, "Oh, we got to give you a loaner car. We're gonna need to work on it for a couple of days." And they always give you a loaner car that's better than the car you drove up there in. That's for a reason, okay? They want you to want that car. Like yeah. she made the mistake in the beginning. Don't bring a better version of yourself around your husband. And see, and that's what? the thing too with. He I their relationship has, I think, has seemingly been open for a very long time within their marriage. And, and they've often, you know, brought people into their into their bed. Um, and I want to say people. I mean, I, mean, I want to say women, not just people um, specifically. Right, I don't think they brought men. I don't think they brought men. I don't I'm think just saying. I don't wasn't know, that other, but I don't think know. that they brought men into their but, bed. So, yeah. So was... that was something that they opened up as a part of their marriage institution. And it makes me kind of sad to think that, you know, whether or not she did it for him or she did it because she also is interested and wants to have the marriage open because she likes women. Either way, it lent, it it's it's one of those things that a lot of people, I don't want to say they lie to themselves about it, but possibly they do lie to right. themselves to say that, oh, you know, I'm giving a finger to society because I don't subscribe to just, you know, monogamy or just right, one partner the for the rest of my sort life. Of throws yeah, like me and my boo like. have right. this open whatever. Listen. Here's what I'm saying. Polyamory I'm saying if, I'm, if I marry you, okay, and you look like a light-skinned version of Miss Piggy, and then you change and look like a female version of Smokey Robinson, at some point I get to say, I think I'm good on this marriage. That's because shallow. I don't know what she did <laughs> to herself. I know that it was rumored she did something with her eyes, and but she yeah, literally she has blue eyes looks now like the like offspring of Smokey Robinson having sex with a plastic doll. She, oh, <laughs> I'm so, yo, I'm, so I'm usually with you on the insults, but I just can't. It's bring so myself true. to do that to Tiny Look, because T have you seen the Tiny's woman that T.I. is cheating on her with? with? Why would you ever bring her around? Yeah, Bernice is like, she was built literally. God was like, all right, 
She looks like just, the woman I need a from the Jamaica poster who no one has ever seen in real life. She looks like <laughs> yeah, a God real was life like, here. I'm, be right back. Woman. <laughs> be right back. I'm exactly. busy. I'm exactly. building birdies. Like, like dude, her dude. waist is otherworldly. Her curves are otherworldly. And I get it. Tiny, you want to be that cool wife that doesn't have any insecurities around your man's fidelity. Wait, so so do you just you bring think, it straight into you your bedroom. Do you think that they were all together at one point? I do. I think that it was a threesome. And, and I think that T.I. broke the code. Yeah. Because oh, look at Bernice. Look at Bernice just walking into the bedroom looking like that. Yeah, I would. Oh, my God. I'm surprised that Tiny didn't try to kill her. During sex, like <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Bernice was never supposed to make it out. That's why everything got switched <laughs> Bernice up. Bernice was never supposed to make it out. And now the latest headlines are just knife in the chest, man. It's yeah. like Ti flies Bernice to L.A. to join him on tour. Spoils yeah, her with shopping sprees. <laughs> Ti flies Bernice tough. and her yeah. daughter to L.A. Right. so that he can see them. <laughs> right. And those her daughter. Ti has seventy-two children. When does he have time for anybody else's daughter? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. And then here's the thing. Do you think this Bernice woman has had work done? Um, yeah. And that's okay. not even important to me. And like I don't care about the surgery. Both Tiny TI, all the all the TIs and Tinies have had surgery. Who cares? But I don't know. I think that it just hurts my feelings for Tiny's sake because you know, they've built, both of them have built this, despite T.I. shooting guns and owning guns and being an idiot and going to jail for whatever and coming back and creating this Cosby-esque lifestyle that he right. portrays on the show. It's like, this is what you guys have built and made money off of. And you can't even like, damn, T.I., you can't even commit to that, commit to getting that check. No. <laughs> like, I thought money was really important to you. Like, this is... So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's in love. <laughs> Listen, let me explain to you what's important to T.I. Bernice's backside. Waist to ass ratio. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And listen, that thing is gorgeous. Yeah, and, and we know that such... Tiny has had some surgery on her butt, too. Woo, Lord. And it's Heavens not great. Megatroid. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm Why at odds never? with... <laughs> T.I. talks like the KFC man. He is the KFC man. He's Colonel Sanders. But, I mean, that's who I'm hating on this week. I just, there's so much that will continue to unfold around this tiny and T.I. unraveling. And I'm just not. But wait, but wait, but wait. It's funny because you mentioned the uh, plastic surgery and how you don't care. So does that mean that you don't care about little Kim's face? I don't care about the surgery in regards to T this T.I. Tiny Bernice love triangle because surgery for everybody. I start to <laughs> care. All you get a surgery. You get a surgery. You I have them in the surgery. gift bags in the back. I take precaution around surgery when it's something like Little Kim's. When it comes to a point that you have cut into yourself so much that right. it's it's almost like you it's it's just. It's like you're doing more damage than you are creating the face you want. Um, I'm no expert in surgery, but I do know that anytime somebody gets surgery of any kind, whether it be, um, you know, actually medical versus cosmetic, cutting your body open is an ordeal. 
Right. It is an ordeal. And these Hollywood girls make it seem so easy. Oh, girl, just put some ice on it and let's go to the club. But (laughs) it's like a lot. And I don't know what it takes to get these facial surgeries done, but I'm pretty sure it's a lot of cutting into the face. Little so Kim I don't looks know. Like fucking Phyllis Diller, or yeah, I have <laughs> no idea who is the doctor. Look like herself who anymore. keeps cutting into Little Kim's face, but they—I mean—at this point, it's it's negligent. Like no surgeon should should take that job. And I don't know if you've ever watched Botched before on E. Yeah. yeah. But it's basically like all these bad surgeries, and people need to get them fixed and things like that, and. I've seen episodes where doctors have refused to even operate on certain people. You know, it's weird because she was such a pretty young lady prior to this. Such I, a little I, brown, it, regular cutie. I just want to know what they think in their minds. Yeah, it just speaks to that level of insecurity, right? That level of, like, fame and that and that money and the access, right? Like, oh, I'll just run in and get this done. And I think on the I think on the on the far left end, right? If you're going to if you're going to make a spectrum, right? On the far side, you have the Kardashians, right? Who always seem to sort of up their appearance and have become you know, they get notarized for it, but they don't look like botched surgery experiments, right? And then on the other side, I do think you have, like, you have little Kim. And even Kanye West mom, who lost her life, like, trying to get a breast yeah. augmentation or something. Like, at she the end of the day, it's just such a risk. Or, yeah. And the risk is, is, is for what, right? Like, the this risk idea, is like, so she can't be happy with the face that she's created. Like, I refuse no. to believe that she looks in the mirror and that's just what she was going for. Yeah, which like, has got to be devastating also, right? If you think about somebody who says, let me get my face done. And then after all the healing, they look in the mirror and they're like, ugh. Right, because at this point, it looks like she can't open her eyes properly. She it can't open like she her, can't mouth properly. her mouth properly. She like, probably can't drink anything hot. Gone are the yeah. days of lattes <laughs> it's just... and hot chocolate. It seems like it would melt <laughs> straight into the cup. Just, it's just not a good look, and it's and now she also has the tiny I don't eyeballs. Know if this was one of she those things crystal, where you were eyes. just enhancing something that was already decent, and now the risk that you've taken to me is just far, it was far too great, and now this is the result. I just yeah, there was so I many smack places. A surgeon. I want to smack the person that the, keeps that's doing why this. I refuse to believe that this is the same person. Like, I know that there's a lot of shady doctors out there and people who are really willing to sign all kinds of prescriptions and whatever. But, like, you do still take an oath as a doctor, you know? What is she even coming in and asking to have done? Because most surgeons have consultations. Like, but it's the same idea as Dr. Conrad Murray and Michael Jackson, right? Right, right. Like, when all of that hit the fan, everybody was like, wait a minute, why would Michael Jackson have this shady-ass doctor? But when you think about it, doctors who are legit and who take their oath seriously will not be the ones to prescribe Michael Jackson with, you know, medicine that could put him in a coma, surgery medicine. They're not going to do it. You know what I found? The doctors that do do it are the doctors like Conrad Murray. Right, <laughs> right. This is what shady I found. doctor. Like you have to go find a shady. Whoever Michael's handlers are went to go find a shady doctor who was in debt, who was like, "Oh, how much is it for me to write this prescription and lose right. my whole entire job?" Okay, but this is what was crazy. Michael Jackson, the king of pop, was getting his prescriptions written out to Michael Jackson, and he was getting them filled at a CVS 
not far like you from can't <laughs> I just find that hide to be... in plain sight like my oh. mama used to say <laughs> I just find that to be hilarious just like at hide least in Prince's plain prescriptions sight. were made out to Rogers Nelson like, right like, like that's not enough of a hiding place you're like yeah I'm, I'm here to pick up a Percocet for Michael Jackson <laughs> No, not that Michael Jackson. That would be too obvious, right? (laughs) Right. And the guy behind the counter is like, nah, come on. Seriously, like, uh, what? Address, Neverland. Wait, what? (laughs) No, it's just, it's my cousin Michael Jackson. It's It's actually not the the king of pop. But it was. (laughs) But it 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 could have been. Totally the king of pop. Listen. God bless little Kim. We're praying for you, buddy. We we well we're not, but we're gonna say we are because that sounds good and Christian. Yeah, it's 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 something else. God bless little Kim. I just hope that enough prayers can go up into the sky for her. Prayers up. You know who I hate? this week really quickly other than ti and tiny and other tiny than ti and tiny i hate this guy his name is al diaz let me just walk you through it real quick so back when okay. basquiat was like just a graffiti writer or whatever he had a homeboy named al and they used to run around new york and write this like graffiti all through new york right and they would use the the tag name they both sort of simultaneously used the tag name samo or samo s-a-m-o and mm-hmm. they were friends. They were good friends, you know. Anyway, long story short, shortly after Basquiat's painting sells for, you know, a record-setting $110 million or something, oh, now Lord. old good friend Al has come out of the woodworks to do an art show with photos of Basquiat and patches that say Samo on them. And it just feels so gratuitous and i just need some money and so it, i hate this guy very i hate him is. for profiting off of his friendship i hate him for trying to create a a relevant art career around his friendship and really just juicing his friendship for money it seems so artificial at one point it was probably just a genuine friendship and now it's just what everyone in basquiat's life had become before his death which was basically like he died after a heroin overdose and people ran into his apartment and stole his shit before they even like called the police like that's how he died and because they knew that they could sell it for money and i'm like i don't see how some 30 40 years after his death that you now are this guy where you're just going to take photos that you had of you all back in the day and sell them as rare prints it's yeah but you know I don't want to defend him, but maybe play devil's advocate a little bit. So maybe as an artist, Al never really made money just the same way that Basquiat didn't, you know, and he saw an opportunity. See, Basquiat made some money. He just had a really, really bad drug addiction. This guy is is basically. But see, he wasn't worth as much you as and he I was worth friends. dead. And should you die a tragic death, I would Arnold? never sell any of your weave collection i would never sell your roller skates 
I would never sell your hula hoop. Any other stuff that I knew that could make money for me, I wouldn't do it. Would you sell my liturgical gloves? Any other stuff that I knew that could make money for me, I wouldn't do it. Steven, you Any wouldn't? of your wigs, I wouldn't sell them. That's so kind, because the first thing I would do... I know. I'm totally lying. I would absolutely sell all of your <laughs> shit. And I guess, I guess that's the right thing. Right from up under your mama now. I'd be like, right? I would me. totally forge your signature on all of it and sell it. And my point is, is that that's who I am because I'm horrible. So then that's why exactly. I hate this guy because he's equally horrible. He's not a friend. You know, that's all I'm saying. The things that we see of ourselves and others. Yeah. And that's why I hate him because I know his true, true motives here. And you know, you know who else I hate? Who? You can't hate everybody, Steven. Uh, Tyrese. I can. Well, and duh. I mean, Tyrese. Somehow Tyrese had something to do with this. Tyrese always has something to do with everything. Right. Because you know why? Even when he's not there, he's fucking there. Even he when he's not around. There. Oh, he's around. Don't get it he twisted. Just because you don't there. see Tyrese doesn't mean he's not there and doing something most likely illegal. Or selling a Voltron. Or, or whatever he calls those cars on eBay because on he's broke. eBay. Well, you know what? I think this is a good time. Hey, Amen. Everybody, grab <laughs> grab the Tell word the and say neighbor, and don't let your neighbor go. Hold them and say neighbor. It is time for a word. And you know, every now and again, when you're down and you need to be lifted up, you just Sweet. call on him. And he will answer your prayers. Amen. It's time for the gospel. The gospel. According to Tyrese. Yeah. Today's word comes to us from the book of Instagram, one of our favorite books. From chapter, let me let me check my chapter, Lord. Mm, keep me in your praise, y'all. From chapter six, verse twelve. When you got it, say amen. 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 Book of Instagram, 612. You guys ready for this word today? Yes. This word starts with a hashtag. Hashtag spoil her alert. Sometimes I still can't believe I'm here. In this space, in this moment, it seemed like I was single forever. And I remember telling people I would never, ever settle down on any level. Because I was fully about that life. Then, at a certain point, even with another after another and another, I still felt alone. I want to encourage you to live your life to the fullest. Amen. And do things according to their own timing. But trust me, when you get to this level, there's nothing better in the world. Amen. Amen. Then getting the same hug and kissing the same lips and hearing the same voice every day. Be safe out there. Cool. He literally put be safe out there. That was the gospel. According to Tyrese. Spoiler ladies. You know, he's really one of the most underrated prophets of our time. Before we move on from Tyrese, he just moved into a neighborhood of one of our other favorite people. Uh-oh. So 
guess who's living in the neighborhood with well guess what neighbor no guess who is steve damn it steve harvey <laughs> guess who is tyrese's neighbor <laughs> is it steve harvey? <laughs> it's totally is steve, it steve harvey? harvey please tell yes. me it's steve harvey it's steve <laughs> urkel <laughs> stop it is it really no it's steve harvey he he put oh up a post God. that said that moment when steve harvey and marjorie harvey welcome you to the neighborhood classy touch guys oh my god this is gonna this is fuck boy central right here this is gonna be just a long suited like really inappropriate quotes about women and shitty relationships and lies and just uh this is a this is a book this is a book like i'm not coming ready to the nearest grocery store like, i'm not ready some, i feel like they're gonna get together they're gonna hang out and they're gonna go I'm, bowling they're going to go they bowling. They are in, in their home because I'm pretty sure both homes have bowling alleys in them. Yeah. Here's the, okay. Okay. Here's a good question. Who do you think can't go out like without being like completely swarmed by people? Steve Harvey Between the or two Tyrese? Of them? Steve Harvey. Right. And I think it's only Steve Harvey because of Family Feud, though. Yeah. If Steve Harvey, not only Family Feud, but uh, what's the other show that he, his show? <laughs> oh, the fucking little kid show the thing. The Steve Harvey doing? show, the little kid show. Like he Steve Harvey is uh mainstream America. Who is Steve Harvey? Like who's the white equivalent of Steve Harvey? The- Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest, yep, it totally is. Except God, just damn. a little bit more uh savvy. And you know Ryan Seacrest off about is- that comparison? Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> Well, he shouldn't be because Steve Harvey is funny and he has a lot more going for him than no, he doesn't. Ryan Seacrest is like Ryan Seacrest is like the the epitome of success. When did I become Steve Harvey? This is horrible. This happened to me. (laughs) What? (laughs) He's looking at his career and go, "What the fuck did I do wrong? I didn't. I didn't wear." But there's absolutely no other comedian. There's no other comedian who has what Steve Harvey has. No, and I wonder why, you know, it feels... You know, we have our Eddie Murphys, and Martin had a moment, and God knows, Will Smith, I don't consider him a comedian first. Right. Um, He was always actor-rapper first, but, like, nobody has the staying power of Steve Harvey, the ability to also facilitate major careers of other people. Like, he's employed so many folks. He's He's making so much money. He has so many avenues of income. Right. It's what crazy. do you think? Why do you think that is, though? What is what did Steve Harvey do? He sold his soul to the devil. And I yep. don't even mention ding, that ding, in a funny, ding, jokey ding, ding, kind ding. of way. And like, you know what he's going to do? He's going to explain that to Tyrese now that they live with each and other. And Tyrese is on his way to selling his because I tr- listen, this can get you down a YouTube black hole. But yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. If you that's look true. up Bob Dylan sold his soul to the devil, Katy Perry sold soul to the devil. Those videos. Listen, yeah. Yeah, I'm a conspiracy right. theorist. This feels hotepy, but I'm just gonna go with it. It's a little hotepy, but like honestly, if you really believe in 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 God or any type of religion and the way that the world works, you would be like, oh yeah, this is real. Do you th- think nothing that, explains what does Bob selling Dylan's a soul success. even look like? Do you like how does what do you do? Is it a no seance? Idea. I feel like <laughs> you got to be invited into that because. I don't know if you remember this story from you a couple really years back. You really believe this shit. That's what's killing me right no, now. No, I really this believe is, this. You're, this is real talk. But there was a story a couple years back of this guy who wanted to be in the Illuminati. And so he, like, killed his mother. 
What? And he thought that that would be like the, his initiation. And I'm just, I was so fascinated by that because people, there are many people that think that in order to be initiated into Illuminati, AKA selling your soul, you have to kill someone. And there's like this like checklist of things to do. What? Like a scavenger yeah. hunt? Just like a scavenger hunt. The <laughs> Illuminati scavenger hunt. Like, the road I to selling love, your soul. Listen, let me tell you something. I don't want to sell my soul, but I love me some scavenger hunts. But I love checking things <laughs> off lists, boy. I know. And like looking for stuff. Like, oh, a robin's egg. <laughs> <laughs> From Australia. Like, I love doing that kind of <laughs> stuff. So I would, I would, pro- I'm the guy that would get tricked into the Illuminati just because I heard, oh, it's a scavenger hunt at Dustin's bar at seven o'clock, and I'm all there. <laughs> it starts and then here. I my soul. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have no soul. And but I have, I have an no amazing soul. career. Do you think Steve Harvey got tricked into selling his soul? Um, there's a possibility. Maybe. You know, because I do think he's always had the box, you know what I mean? But he's always to me had morals and he's always called on God and has believed in God and has said God and has prayed to God and all those things his his, most of his career. I haven't really seen or heard Steve Harvey talk about God in a long time. (laughs) Right. Well, all I'm going to say is, look, we're not trying to offend any of our over 60 listeners. I'm looking at you right now, Mom. Um, I know how much you love Steve Harvey. And members of the Illuminati. And think, oh, that Steve Harvey sure is funny. And uh, (laughs) you come in the house sometimes and you'll say his jokes and stuff. And (sighs) he sold his soul to the devil. I don't know how to break that to you. Listen, but every week we're going to give you a whole... He sold his soul to the devil because he thought <laughs> he it was a scavenger hunt. Listen, and every week we're going to give you a new person who we believe has sold their soul to the devil. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love how we just make up these segments every week. I know. Listen... Look, we can't get stuck here as fun as our new segment is going to be. Yes. Um, Stay tuned for more. Selling your soul to the devil. Wait, we need like a, a really cool like double entendre type of name i know uh, sold no sold s-o-u-l sold out sold out oh, boom perfect. you're great at these danielle I I, listen you're not great at a lot of stuff okay that you're great at um this and then i'm great at so many things i'm great at being great funny to me is random shit comes out at like like every year there's a random fruit or there's a random milk product or there's a random thing it comes out and then it's just the shit right so like one year it was like everybody was on pomegranate it was like oh let me get a pomegranate martini and it was just like wait those shits have been around since we were little but now they're like the hot shit then i find out wait a second because then i find out tilapia is not even a real fish tilapia i hate that you say it like that yeah but that came out of nowhere where did tilapia even come from i feel like they made it they literally make tilapia in a laboratory and and you know who loves it black people 
Yeah, they, and because it's also the cheapest fish. So whenever you go to buy it, you feel and like, my mom oh. loves it like it is an exquisite French like like delicacy like I'm like mom don't get the tilapia from IHOP like like, like, like nobody needs to get fish from IHOP right there's certain Why restaurants where at the gas station like get, out of, get don't out. buy sushi and then she does this all the time when she looks lion. at the me ooh they got tilapia and I'm yes, like, it's not tilapia, like a, it's yeah. not, it's, it's not like some fly shit. Like, I know, and people were like so is, excited when it came out, and they were just like, right. "This I is laboratory-made food, mom. I want you to stop it." Like, no, don't. Ooh, they eat got that. tilapia. But anyways, what were we talking about? Donald Trump has done a lot of things this week, Stephen. I think we should hit them with your week has been. I know Trump. we need a theme song, and it needs to be depressing. Every week has been Trump. It's just like, it's just the saddest. <sighs> you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I wrote a little something about this. But the 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 Kofifi thing, as much as we joke about it, it's really, really sad. And really, really speaks to how fucked our country is, right? Oh, yeah. So the whole thing around it, right? was really that this ass clown was up at like 12 o'clock in the morning reading, uh, you know, up past midnight. He's well into his 70s, reading bits about himself, you know, written <laughs> by um, newspapers, right? And so he was tweeting to say something fucked up about the fake media when he actually wrote Kavfifi, right? The initial tweet was supposed to be something like, uh, I'm just tired of the negative coverage, right? But somehow yes. he wrote Kofifi. I think somebody slapped the phone out of his hand. And right. And then his he hand hit the e sleep. Right. <laughs> he never even said. finished the thought. <laughs> He just went to sleep and that was it. And so people were looking at this and going, what the fuck? It's just a sad, sad state of affairs. I mean, currently the the the, the scuttlebutt now is that uh, ex-FBI director James Comey is going to testify in front of a Senate panel. He's going to testify as to whether or not uh, Trump asked him to stop his investigation into Russia. He's going to he's going to spill all the tea. Like, that's what's expected here. Initially, there was yep. some speculation that he wouldn't testify, but he's like, no, 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 no. You'll see me. I'll be there. I'm going to be there. <laughs> and in addition to that, there's, there's reported uh, stories, which, which Kushner is now also his right-hand man. So I was reading something about this, which is apparently Jared Kushner and, and Trump didn't really have a relationship prior to him running for office. I mean, they were cool in a sense that like you're, you're just sort of cool with your lady's dad, but not in a <laughs> sense of like, let's work together and let's do all this shit. So they don't really know one another in this capacity, right? Right. But Kushner has sort of taken this role where he wants to be a part of everything, but he doesn't want to do anything. So he doesn't want to do, he doesn't want to write policy or he doesn't want to learn anything. He just wants to sort of be a part of everything. Like, oh, if we're going to do something with ISIS, let me know. Like that guy. Right. He's the guy that wants to like, like come to the party, but he doesn't want to help 
cook anything. Like, no, just tell me when to show up so I can just walk in. Right. Like, I'm not trying <laughs> right. to. And so now the latest rumors are they may actually, he may actually have to testify or actually, you know, talk about the fact that he wanted to uh, create back channels directly to Vladimir Putin and, 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 and Russians. This is weird. Right. I don't understand why our, the White House, this is the first time in my lifetime that I can ever think that the White House has been this thoroughly entrenched in Russia sauce. And this yeah. is just where we are. This is, I'm, I don't understand. <laughs> like, I, I no, don't. I, I thoroughly believe that Russia has photos of Russian prostitutes urinating on a bed with Trump laying in it. And, oh, and yeah. that's why we are... You know, initially that started as sort of like a like, oh, this is what they have on him. But there's starting yeah. to be some weight to that. I mean, the weirdness with which all of this exists, there has to be something over top of him that Russia would have this kind of leverage in our government. But this is where we are. And I don't yeah. know if it was a you know, there was there was a story that at one point Trump couldn't get any money from U.S. banks. So he had to go to Russians and because they're run by the oligarch, which is basically like the Russian mafia, that he borrowed money from them. And this is what he has to do in exchange. I mean, there are all kinds of crazy rumors. But the reality is there has to be something or else. Why are we this concerned, connected, uh, you know, sort of intertwined with Russia if there's not something binding our president there? I don't know. Right. It's weird. But every he, week we'll have come something out new, his, so don't like, worry about it. He's cheating on Melania with some woman in Russia. Probably, like, <laughs> as simple as that. I just love Russia. that like, Melania openly hates his ass. I just like, find uh, that to be brilliant. Uh, and, and really what dreams are made of. It really is. She is living a handmaid's tale. And if you guys <laughs> listen to us, you would have heard this last week on episode 44 where we have so many amazing topics of conversation, but two of them were Melania's hand, her block game, and Handmaid's Tale. Please go back and listen to that. It's one of I our better episodes, you this. if I say so thanks myself. To me, thanks to me, last week's episode was one of the best. So yes, shout clearly out it was you. me. Clearly it was you. All votes. Um, so, Stephen, earlier in the podcast, I mentioned that this week has been just a hellfire of white supremacy. I knew you were going to go here. I know. I always bum us out. Right at the end, too. Right nope, at the end. Ahead. Go ahead. It's so, fine. So, listeners, if you're just, <laughs> like, about to give town. up and click out of this podcast, don't do it. It's right. time to make you <laughs> don't sad. Don't do it, guys. Stay with us. It's time to make you sad, just so we can build you back up again. Exactly. Um, but there's so many examples of white supremacy that happened um, most recently. And I think I don't even know which one to go with first. Um, do you want to start with Portland? Yeah, you can start with Portland. You can start with someone writing nigger on LeBron's house. You can start yep. with uh, the court reaction from the guy in Portland. You can also go who to the kid who was killed in Maryland. Everyone, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a ton of them, and that's there's the so sad many part. Things. Um, this guy in Portland, Jeremy yes. Joseph Christian, because three names, why not? Right. Um, it's the, the All of the names involved in this are, like, intense it's in like they all sound like they killed somebody. Right. Jeremy Joseph <laughs> right. Christian. He um, was on the train in Portland acting a fool. 
and was doing or saying a whole bunch of uh, basically racial um, slurs towards these. Where it was two black women, right? Right. Um, and, and one was wearing a hijab. Yes, and people were, you know, I guess a lot of people were just wasn't weren't really sure how to react to it, which I right. can agree with that. Like I would be, I'm not sure. Should I engage in this? Should I just get off the? Like what should I do? So two men decided. Actually, it was three men. Um, two of them ended up passing, but three men decided to intervene um, and to kind of help out the girls. And three of them ended up with their throat slashed. One of them died on the scene. One of them died a little later. And then the third one um, went to the hospital with minor injuries. Thank God that he didn't lose his life. Um, And I'm just so confused as to why these things are starting to happen with such frequency um, and the supremacy that's attached to it. This guy considers himself um, to be a savior. Um, and he said a lot of gross things in court where he said, I stabbed two blank in the neck and I'm happy now. Um, and he goes, I think, Think I stab blank in the neck for fun? Oh, yeah, you're right. I do. I'm a patriot. Um, so I guess this is what it looks like when you have made America great again. You have a lot of patriots here to, to defend the country, right? Yeah, I think this is what happens when you normalize hate. I think this is what happens when the president of the United States behaves in a way and hires a cabinet and an administration that believe that this type of language, this type of behavior, this type of racism and xenophobia and, uh, you know, Islamophobia is yeah. is patriotic. This is what happens. This is is not even, and I'd love to say that this is the exaggerated version of their beliefs, but this is the actual no, version. No, this is what they believe. And I this will is, never ever understand hatred that comes from what people believe or what people look like. Right. The the craziest part to me is why does what I do bother you? Why does why it have do you anything care? to do with you? I, you know, Stephen, I don't think I've ever cared about anything that much that in much, my entire right. life. Even th- even personal atrocities that have happened directly to directly me. to me, I still like I, I still don't, I don't care. care enough. And I've probably said this to you before. I don't even care enough about things. I'm in the media. I don't even care enough to comment on things. Like comment section, no, you won't find me there. I, I got other things to do. I read the article. Now I'm moving. I'll, I'll keep my opinion to myself or I'll express it to my friends. But I, it's very rare for me to comment on things. So I just I don't have that type of passion inside of me. And I hate to even use a word that is seemingly positive um, for this guy. So I'll take that back. I just don't have that type of fire inside of me to where I care enough. And so for these nationalists, these these patriots, these terrorists, to be walking around in the world with so much hate in their hearts that that's what they want to do, that they would, there's no regard for human life. I just, it it's beyond me. And it's sadly not the first time, not the last time. 
And it just makes you feel afraid because these people were just on a train on a Friday, four o'clock in the afternoon. Like it's one thing if I know that I have beef with you. Such right? a and I'm fully yes. aware that you and I have a beef. And so when we see one another, it's on. But it's another for me to just get on a train with the assumption that I'm riding from one destination to another. And then to encounter someone that has a full on beef with me that I'm unaware of. And then in turn, two people lose their life trying to protect them. The woman who got on the train and put on her hijab or left the house that morning with her hijab didn't think that she was making a political statement, didn't think that she was no. offending anyone, didn't think exactly. any of that. What she did was adhere to her religious beliefs. And exactly. somehow her adhering to her religious beliefs offended someone so much that two people lost their life. How ridiculous is that? How cowardly is that? And then in addition to that, our president says nothing. Nothing. Yeah. He still hasn't said anything about Richard Collins III, a soldier. Right, who lost his life to a white Not even at the battle. Not even at the, the, the what, right. what do you call it, the line of duty. He, right. lost, he lost his, his life, life because somebody be hated him. This. He lost his life to the terrorism that is the worst terrorism in this country, which is white men. Yeah, it's Americanism. It's this bullshit, patriotic, you know, oh, uh, th there's a new make America great or there's a new breed of hate. No, this is this is old style American hate old that actually perpetuated hate. slavery and everything else that's wrong in this fucking world. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And this it's is where really we are. It's really crazy. I mean, this is this is the trickle down effect of a Trump administration. And I think America needs to stop acting as if it isn't. Yeah. The 53% of white women is. that voted for this man have to accept that there's some blood on your hands. Yeah, this and, I is think, what and I think we've mentioned this before because there is a huge trickle down and it's why you constantly see these these stories and, and even on a smaller level, the, the expressions of hate that so many white people have, have spit out of their mouths and have gone viral because people have decided to record them saying the crazy things that they're saying. And it's the reason why people are going around slapping these people like yeah. <laughs> black men, black women yeah. are going around slapping yeah. these white people for saying the things that they're saying. And we have to be obviously in the case of, of Portland and what's happened with Christian. We got to be careful. Right. You know, we no, can't we can't let our anger and our hurt, you know, manifest itself into physical violence, because who knows what level of crazy the person that's antagonizing us has. You right. know what I mean? Like people might have looked at Jeremy and thought, okay, like he is doing too much, but they probably didn't think, oh, he's going to kill somebody. Exactly. And that's the thing. That's the worst part to this is that you start your day one way and it doesn't end the way in which you intend. And that's in all because of a hatred that you have nothing to do with. There's no Nothing. way to undo your own religion. There's no way to undo your skin color or your behavior. Like at the end of the day, you are who you are and you're entitled to be that. And you get yeah. to be that without that being the, the reason that someone wants to hurt, hurt or harm you. Yeah. Like this and is it's it's just nuts to me that this is nuts. where we are now. But it's thank nuts. you, Trump. And, and thank, thank you. you for making America hate again. You've made it so wonderful. It's so drenched in hatred. I mean, we're at a point now where an actual hate crime, well, when it comes to it being against a black person, right. is not considered yeah. a hate crime. It's not quite a hate crime. Is in it? the case of the University of Maryland um, stabbing. <sighs> 
I, I just don't understand why that stabbing isn't getting as much attention as like, as the news in Portland or some of the other right. news. And I'm not trying to do a let's compare tragedy thing here. But I do find it interesting that one news is sort of perpetuating the cycle and, and the other is, is uh, in my opinion, has just been a bit buried. I mean, yes. we're, we're following it and we're reporting on it, but I don't see it in many other places. Like Dan Rather didn't speak out against that particular incident, but he did on the one in Portland. And there's no offense. Again, this is not a comparing of tragedy. I'm just recognizing how these yeah, two sort of situations... Yeah, I just don't understand why Richard uh, Collins's death is not considered a hate crime, or at least a terrorist attack. I also don't understand... Remember the other one where the white guy literally drove from Maryland to New York to kill black people, and he ended right, up stabbing a black man? Right, and said that that was his intention. And, like, <laughs> actually... And, and has the haircut of a supremacist. And also... <laughs> It also said, no, like, I'm going. I'm going there specifically. I do wear the haircut of a supremacist, but it's not. Listen, you know the haircut. Look look up this kid. Also, What's his shout name? out the white women that wear the I like black men haircut because that's how they know that Never you Never shout do. them out. <laughs> but the, the guy that, that drove to New York, James Jackson, he I'm sorry, is James like, Jackson. He rode on a bus for 200 entire miles. <laughs> Hold on. He caught a bus? Like, didn't even drive himself, Lord. Just He caught a bus. Caught a bus. Could you no imagine being on that that's bus? That's put me on a bus. I'm just like, I don't, I can't even really hate anymore. I've taken that ride, that bus ride from Maryland to New York, and it is a smooth it's four hours. Easy. It's not easy. Yeah, four and it's a, a half when there's traffic. Four hours. And I, if I'm mad when I first get on it, there's no way that I'm mad when I get on, when I'm getting off of it. It's no, four hours. No, I've had four solid, hours to calm it's down. It's a solid four hours. You but can work he, through the entire cycle. You right. You can work through all the stages, like within that four hours. And he was like, "Nope, going to New York. It's the media capital of the world. Mom, gonna be famous." Right, right, right. You oh can even tell God. in the way that he's like semi posing. In some of the photos, you know, like when they catch him coming in and out of court in the handcuffs. And for right. some reason, he's wearing this like NASA looking suit. He like <laughs> literally poses for the pictures. And there's all there's like a little smirk on his face. Like he is oh, loving man. it. This guy. Yeah. If I can't be famous, I'll be infamous. He's loving it. Yeah. And I, I it just I, makes you know what? Me in so all honesty, sad. that's where I think we should stop. I just think we don't give this any more attention. We've we this guy, if he likes it, then we've got to stop. And they and he does and they do and I yeah you're right. Mm. White supremacy is having the best week ever, yeah. which turns out and, to be the worst for America. Right. Which turns out that Trump is doing everything that he can to create greatness in America, and this is what it looks like. Thank you. This is what the Trump. hell it looks like. I just I'm I'm scared for us, and I think that. There's a lot more that we need to do as a people, but I'm just not sure what. I do know that we need to be a lot more cautious when out and about. Um, you know, don't engage with these crazy white people. Definitely, um, you know, just I don't I don't know. What can we do? No. Shout out the Make America Great Hats, because that's the easiest way for me to know not to fuck with you. Like Honestly, on maybe level. that's maybe like that's a defense mechanism. A we don't have to like I don't need to hear in I know all I need to know. Maybe that's and it used that's to be, it. Maybe you could hide is, in it used plain to be sight, Ed Hardy Steven. t shirts. 
Like if I saw you in an Ed Hardy T-shirt, and I Von knew Dutch you, hats. Right, right, or a Von Dutch hat, I knew you were a douche. Like there was nothing for us to talk about. But no. now it's the Make America Great hats, and so thank God well, maybe, for those. They're just well, maybe, easy to identify and easy for me to get the hell away from. I'm saying maybe you could just wear one and hide in plain sight. Then if the crazy <laughs> right. supremacist sees right. you and you just tip your hat to him, right. Well, you know, now that's the new, like, that's probably the way that it is. I wonder, what if we infiltrated? Just, could we infiltrate just by wearing the hats and you talking could, like You could, because you could pass. <laughs> well, I indubitably love fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that's stupendous. I, didn't, I declare. I think we could. Listen, and with that, and with that, and with that. We say... Farewell to you. I just want to thank you guys always for continuing Seriously. to listen. Um, you guys have definitely increased over the last couple of episodes. So I'm so glad that you, you're you in it to win it with us. Um, please give a shout out to our sound engineer, Shakita, who is out sick today. We love you. We love you. We miss you. <laughs> we miss you. And please follow us everywhere. First of all, please make sure that you are tuned in on The Root. And that you That's are right. following The Root on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere that, you know, we are. You're there. And then also just like like us, review us, rate us, subscribe to us. Put us in your favorites. We love you. And we hate each other always and forever. That's right. That's right. I hate him so much. Ugh. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. All right, I'm stopping this thing. Boom. Holla.